Hey guys, I'm Karen. And I'm Chris. And welcome back to another episode of Swing Along, episode 39, I think. I'm leaving it up to pretty you on that sure. one because pretty I didn't sure look. I'm pretty sure it's 39. I'm pretty sure. Distract the, the listeners. Like How, however, I would like to say happy May. Happy May. And happy back to hopefully one a week with our change in our life, as everybody knows from the last one. Yeah, but I... Um, I feel like now I can I can actually kind of disclose a little bit of my new ventures because um, I mean we've talked about some things. I mean, I um, am back to camming again and doing a, a whole bunch of different like cameo type of things. I have some appearances that I'm doing um, that are more about the whole sex positive thing. I've really taken my whole um, how to give a blowjob slash blowjob lesson slash swinger um pep talk uh thing it's basically called double life wife we'll, we'll put it out there um that whole what is it called like i guess it'd be like a show like for bachelorette parties that's taken off i have another gig You're with the that entertainment yeah i'm the entertainment the girls love me and and it's given me a platform to also talk about what it's like to be a female in this lifestyle and to kind of give other females who have absolutely no wanting to ever be in the lifestyle but understanding and respecting of those that are in it you know what i mean like the vanilla females that there's no way you're going to change their mind on it however though i've changed their minds on what it's like for people to be in the lifestyle like don't judge us don't do anything with that i mean we were just at the bar what it was last weekend and we met the couple for their birthday when the girl came up to me and asked if she could uh drum on my tits because oh I, <laughs> yeah she was kind of doing like a, hey it's my birthday i want to do something crazy yeah well i was wearing can my I, can i can i can i smack on your tits a little bit in a, in a hot way not, yes. a, not a, a yeah aggressive hey way. she asked for my consent and i gave it so females have to ask him for consent as well um i was wearing my amazing game of thrones tank top that i wear every sunday um, that our listeners on Snapchat have seen, and it barely covers my titties. So I was definitely wearing that out, and um, the, my girls were out, so she wanted to to bang on them a little. But the, you, we're gonna get into that because she's gonna, she kind of is gonna add to one of our topics that we're talking about. You today. say that you wear every Sunday, which is completely true. But in three weeks, when it all comes to a crashing end, and we probably cry for an hour. You will be wearing it more than every Sunday because it is one of the best boob shirts you have. It is, but I'm probably going to wear it for a week straight because I'm going to be that sad. I'm oh going to be going God, through like a breakup. I don't want to talk about it. We're going to do a swinging along <laughs> Game of Thrones ended episode. Oh, my God. Well, remember, we said we wanted to. My, my shirt basically says I drink and I know things, which is obviously. It's our thing. Come it's on. our thing. We drink. But I said I wanted to change. I want to get a shirt that says I drink and I know swinging things. <laughs> that, you know, I mean, and let's be honest. If everyone knows Karen on a personal level. Yeah. Karen does think she knows things. Uh, I, I, <laughs> and then half the time I'm wrong. So it's okay. But, well, we're going to do our typical cheers here. We are. We so something a little bit different. We today. are. You know what? It's Cinco de Mayo on Sunday and I really wanted to do tequila shots. But then I realized we drank tequila on Game of Thrones night, and we went through all those margaritas. Yeah. So we have some of our Tito's, because everyone knows that our second favorite love is Tito's. Um, I have Tito's, and I mix it with blue Gatorade. So we're going to hydrate our electrolytes while we drink, because it's Friday. We have no kids and this weekend. it's Gatorade Zero. So oh my it's God. sugar-free. <laughs> Very. Cheers. Cheers, I'll go baby. first. 
Yeah, so we hopefully have a great episode for you guys. Uh, I'm going to let Karen take the lead and, and run through some of these topics, and I'll just chime in, and we'll, you know, do what we do. It. Well, this was last minute that we decided to re-record this episode. We already had this episode recorded. We wanted to redo it because something happened last night, and because I have all this free time now. Oh, I never got to finish saying that I also started uh, my marketing and media company um, that I've been doing, so... Uh, basically building brands, building companies, with, mostly with their social media and things of that nature. And, you know, it's it's definitely um, interesting. Um, I've gotten most of my clients right now are in the adult entertainment industry, which I'm not complaining. <laughs> so That's not a surprise. It's not a surprise. I mean, it just is what it is. And, and I am all pro sex workers, um, sex entertainment, adult entertainment. I'm pro that industry as long as there are regulations and safety. Uh, what? Safety. <laughs> What's the terminology I'm looking for here? Um, just, safety I, standards. Safety just, standards set in place. Preca- precautions in yes. place and things like that. I mean. um, but we, were, we re-recorded this episode because something we saw on Twitter yesterday. So... Everyone knows that we've had a little bit of a history with some of the other podcasters. I will tell you that these podcasters, we've never really interacted with, but I've always respected because um, they are two, they are a lesbian uh, married couple and they are Torrid Souls. So if you guys have never listened to them, go search them on Twitter, Torrid, T-O-R-R-I-D, Souls. And I saw on Twitter yesterday that they flew all the way down to Desires in Mexico. And as they were at Desires, even though they already paid and they put their names on everything, they were turned away because as per Desire, they only allow male and female couples. They do not allow male-male couples couples, and they do not allow female-female couples. Even though they already knew that they were on the list, they had their names, they turned them away from the resort when they fucking arrived. Yeah, I mean, that in its own right is if you, you obviously, people have to register. They know their names. I'm sure you have to put who's coming. The fact that you let them come all the way out to the place itself, coming from wherever they're coming from. I mean, they could literally live around the corner. I don't know, but I'm sure they don't. I mean, they do live in the States and I feel bad because, I mean, I've seen them. I've always respected that that it was badass that it was a fee, you know two women couple you know what i mean um that were out there representing the lifestyle um i i don't know where exactly where they came from but they live in the united states i, I know that, that doesn't matter time. either or like i said they what, what my point was oh my bad and they, they could literally <laughs> live around the corner and the fact that you did not inform them that they were not welcomed prior to it it's completely disrespectful in my eyes. Now, I don't obviously I don't know all the details. We don't. We only know that they were turned away. We don't know if anything was said or or whatnot or what was said beforehand. Right. Well, I mean, this is going off directly off of Torrid's own um, tweet that they already knew their names ahead of time, so they knew that there was two women that were coming. I guess, and maybe someone overlooked it or whatnot. But when they arrived and they saw that they were a female-female couple, they turned them away because they said that the resort was only for male-female couples. Now, here's where Twitter went into an uproar, and I was one of the uproars in, in favor of them. I said, I've always not really liked Desire because if you remember what, like oh, no, months ago? No, no, you're, you're not going to let me get into my rant. Oh, oh, no. Okay, you could say that, but hold on. Let me rant first. Okay. I got to say, though, and... 
um, we have thoughts on what can be done to maybe help change this policy they have going on. But we're probably never going to be welcomed anyway. Only for the fact that I'm not surprised that they work this way. Look at a certain couple that works for them that we have problems with. And I'm completely not surprised that the company itself is no different. It's completely disrespectful, and they're disrespectful, and they go together well. Bottom they line. do. So, Two peas in a pod. Now, because I know you're heading that oh, way. God. So, I uh, didn't know. No, I didn't know. I was not heading in that direction. Oh, so you, okay. Well, I mean, I'm proud of you. Well, I mean, I'm not surprised so. <laughs> by it. Like it, oh. it, it does because, and I'm going to be brief on this because I don't want to bore our listeners with too much of, you know, drama in a sense. It, it bothers me. So a couple months ago, maybe even a year ago, I can't remember how long ago. Cooper and and Dylan um, from Life on the Swing set, they had a, a hotel takeover basically at Desire. And it was the first hotel takeover where they allowed um, gay, lesbian couples, LGBTQ, all of that. You know what I mean? You basically, you were not alienated from this event at all, no matter what your standard or, or your orientation was. So what ended up happening was, they were successful. But then since that event, it's been reverted back to it's only male-female couples. And everyone says, oh, well, their, their reasoning for desire possibly is why they won't allow female-female because as soon as they allow a female-female couple, they're going to now have to allow male-male couple. And it's real easy for a two single guys to pretend to be a couple to get onto the resort to basically engage in all the sexualness that goes on the nudity that goes on and things of that nature but what is to say that the difference and someone brought it up i think it was priory society said what's stopping a single female and a single male why is it automatically assumed that the men are the dogs there could be some horny single females out there that team up with a horny single male and say let's pretend to be a couple and let's go to this thing yeah but what does that do with their their situation have to do with men well their situation what i'm saying is is that their people were like how come they're not allowing you to go there you know what's what's so threatening about a female female and it's because they're trying most of the oh, time they don't want it to start a pattern they don't want to start a pattern where if they start allowing a female female couple to come they're going to have to allow a male male couple to yeah come. and they could be a male male couple that's Fake not really a couple of and but they're just trying to get in here's my other problem I, I have with it why do you have to be a couple you and i are active in the polyamorous lifestyle which we're going to be talking about today it, the the girl that i'm like kind of off and on you know we're, we're, we're still kind of feeling each other out and having our moments now um what if she were to become our girlfriend are we saying that we couldn't bring her to that resort because we're not a couple? We're a throuple. We're still in a relationship. We're still considered an item. She's with us. You know what I mean? Well, like, we're, we're probably not welcomed anymore anyway when this all gets back to that. Well, you know what? Good, because you know what? Everyone, someone said, and I don't remember what podcaster said. But that, no, to answer your question, no, we're probably not welcomed. Right. But some, another podcaster said, maybe, you know, uh, what did they say about... Oh, what should we call it? Um, perhaps boycotting is not the right thing, but maybe we should just, you know, write letters and do this and try to push forward and create change. Well, I agree with the letter writing campaign because emails never hurt. And because desire is probably getting swamped right now. And we we talked about this this morning. Yes. Good. No, I'm gonna say no. Fucking boycott. I I and I and I agreed with you and I compared it to a sports team. That maybe the owner's not willing to spend money so they can win, and he doesn't care because no matter what, the fans continue to show up anyway and put money in his pockets. 
people say boycotting might not be the right way, but you have to realize that they will get the message when you when they start losing money. Absolutely. Nobody but, cares until that point happens. But here's the here's the problem with that too. I watched I watched carefully this Twitter feed and I watched to see if certain podcasters who always tend to get the vacations for free because they do their sellouts. And listen, they've earned those free vacations because they, they sell out. And they yeah, they sell buy. out their, yeah, exactly. So, but here's my thing. Are you going to give up your free vacation to take a stance against something that is so wrong in the LGBTQ community? Desire is discriminating against. And as me as a bisexual woman and you as a bi-curious man, with this resonates with us it is morally unjust and it is like you know the only way it'll ever change you know i can't say that because you know what maybe they get enough emails and maybe they realize that they're they could fuck something up and maybe they do change their ways but i from what i've seen in this world change doesn't happen until you make a stand and desire should be ashamed of yourselves and guess what you don't know me you're probably never going to know me, but as everybody knows, I have one of the biggest fucking mouths out there that this is something that I have always respected towards souls and people who claim that they are friends with towards souls, that they, that they, you know, respect them. They need to take a stance, cut out your fucking free vacation, stop doing all that and cut cut off money wise to desire right now yes that is what's going to happen we can all write letters trust me i wrote them an email which i plan on posting on twitter i and and tagging desire in i wrote an email too i'm going to do everything in my power to help because this is what we should be doing we shouldn't be selfish and caring about oh i want my free vacation or maybe i get like a, a i don't know if they get any money when they when they do these type of things or not promotional gigs but guess what stop it end it now this is not right. Let me let me ask you a quick question before we end this uh, topic. Um, if there is a statue of an individual from our, our past history that maybe signifies a time that was not good in our country, if you write a letter to the president or the governor or the senator to have it taken down, do they take it down? Yes. No, they uh, don't. When I thought you, we were talking about a recent when statue you for the Flyers. It and you hover around it and you protest and you oh, yes. That's when it comes down. Well, he's bringing up if you are in our area, the Philadelphia Flyers, the issue with the statue. I mean, people were boycotting, threatening to boycott games and they were hovering around the statue because of the. I'm not a Flyers I fan. Actually have give, I have to give credit. The Yankees stopped. Now, we took a statue down. The Yankees stopped playing <laughs> her song first. Right. And then the flyers followed suit. But right. that was when they started getting emails that people were not going to renew their season tickets. Yeah. Doesn't help that they stink. And <laughs> and that people started hovering around the statue in protest that yeah. it's significant it's it was very significant in a very horrible era of our country. Yes. Well and Torrent Souls obviously shared the they shared the tweet for a reason they wanted it to get out because it was something that is wrong and i 100 percent support them anything i can do other podcasters came out and they agreed that it was wrong everything that nature it is 100 percent wrong and us as other podcasters who represent the lifestyle who are sometimes people that others look up to we need to now do our part and help someone who was basically discriminated against and by a fucking resort that is the lifestyle. I mean, this lifestyle is not just about 
couple swapping, okay? It's about orgies. It's about threesomes. It's about throuples. It's about polyamory. It's about being non-monogamous, okay? I love fulfilling the hot wife fantasy. Maybe I fucking want to go to Desire and I want to find myself a single guy there to blow him in the fucking hot tub and make you sit in the corner and watch. Okay. (laughs) Wait, were you expecting an argument there? (laughs) No, but what I'm saying is... Do do what what the sex clubs and swinger clubs do. Instill like a, a set of rules, and if rules are broken, then the person is kicked off of the resort. In that aspect, I mean, how many times have we sometimes or we've seen it? Someone crosses a line at the swingers club, and all it takes is for one person to go and address it to security, and that person is immediately out of there. I mean, you have all this concern about single men. First of all. Can we talk about how discriminative that is in its own, that it's men that are thirsty? I'm fucking horny for women all the time, and I am sometimes harassing women. I'm just kidding on that. Don't hold me to that. I mean, I am just as a, a thirsty woman for other women. I don't understand that. I um, I would say even if a guy or two guys pretend to be gay to get in there um, and whatnot... It, they're gonna get exposed at some point because what's a couple gonna think? Hey, because obviously they're most likely there for for the women. Well, so yeah. they're not gonna get they're not gonna get down and dirty with the guy or the couple play. Some some guys are into the whole MFM and, and, and that's fine. But they're gonna be like, well, what about your partner? And then it, it, they're gonna get exposed, and then you send them on their way. Exactly. It, it doesn't make sense in anything. And I do appreciate Dylan Thomas from Life on the Swing set. He, he actually made a comment and said, I was hoping that they were moving forward more into this, but obviously they are not. Um, so I, I'm interested to see what comes from this. I mean, we need to take a stance, all of us in the lifestyle, podcaster or not. Everyone needs to take a stance on the double standard here. And as the motorcycle drives past... <laughs> Welcome to springtime. Welcome to springtime with our windows open. So I I know I I went off on my rant like I normally do, but this just really resonated with me and I felt my heart hurt for them. So hopefully that's why you need another shot. I do. Um, What's our next topic? And I'll get us started here. Okay. So our next topic is we wanted to talk about Bumble Bumble because which is going to lead into the fact that we have been having a little bit of difficulty like everybody else, like everybody else breaking into the poly lifestyle. I mean, we've had, obviously we had Kay that we thought was going to, she was probably our closest one that we really yeah, wanted we to had be, B, but we found out B was probably really not that by. Right. And then we had a, and she had another man that wasn't around that we didn't know about. And well, that also turned into, when he came back from deployment, uh, yeah, they wanted to borrow you. They wanted to borrow me because. Well, you know what might have been. A, I've actually think I might have come to terms with that if you're okay with it. If it's something that's arranged, and talked about and discussed. No, it was basically like it's my birthday this weekend, and we 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 want to have a threesome with you. The problem was <laughs> is we had the threesome with her, and we did not know that that was the what was going to be asked to return. It was never brought up, never talked about. Right. Actually, we talked about all getting together afterwards. Right. Well, so, so you kind of kept yourself guard. So you have been ma- managing my bumble for me because yeah, you're really busy. I'm really busy and I have other dating sites I'm on because I, you know, I've been doing the single guy thing. I've been um, seeing the girl. We're not exclusive. I think she is still having because she's a she's a straight up bisexual, but she's single like she it's either dating a man or a girl. 
I think she's having a problem with the fact that I am married and this is the first time she's dealt with a situation like this. Like she's had situations where the men, the the husband, the wife wanted her to join, but this is like a full fledged where you would be okay with your wife having a relationship with another woman at the same time or her being in a relationship with both of us because she is significantly attracted to you as well. Absolutely. So, but she, her comfort level is not there. I feel like I'm trying to not, not wait her out, but help her in any way. But I also don't want to force her. So I'm not. uh, Part of her problem is the part, the problem that Kay had. Uh, Well, well, Kay also had kids and I think, and and her family, how they would think about it. I think if Kay didn't have kids, she would have been more into that. I think it was how to explain it to the kids and things of that nature. So she's clearly bi as she posted about six months ago dating a female yes and now she's dating a male <sighs> listen Kay is just trouble uh, so. she's a hot mess but uh, but her, <laughs> our, our whole thought was we felt like she couldn't handle uh every publicly knowing that she was dating right. both of us no the girl that i am seeing is is not she's definitely okay with the public knowing it's her comfort level. Like, it's her, like, well, would I go on a date with you? Would I go on a date with, on, with him without you? Because we and her have gone on dates without you. And she goes, you know, would would me and him uh, and you all go on a three-way date? Like, what would we tell people? Like, you That's know. That's the question always asked. The question I always see when it pops up from someone that might be a possibility is always, well, how does that work? Well, I mean, she brought up a prime example. Like, you, your daughter is graduating this year. We're throwing her a graduation party. We basically were talking about the graduation party, and when I wanted to invite her. And she said, well, I have a question. How would I be introduced? Like, if I decide to be with the both of you, um, would I be introduced as both of your girlfriends? Or what if I decide to be with you? Would I be introduced as your girlfriend, even though you're married? And I get it. It's a very sicky situation type of thing. So it's whatever the comfort <sighs> level is. I mean, you got to if you're going to go down that road, you have to be comfortable being referred to that way um, because then you're not going to ever be able to enjoy yourself. Absolutely. And that's why I want her to be comfortable because I feel like with Kay, she wasn't 100 percent comfortable, but she want she did want it. But I'm not trying to force it. I'm not trying to sell it to her. I answer all of her questions, honestly, and then we go from there. And we've been having a really good time hanging out. I mean, you, me, and her all hung out, you know, like two weekends ago. So. But back to your the one app that I'm helping you with. You made the profile. Yeah. Um, And it's on Bumble. Yes. And in the profile, you write, actually, because this is when you want to really experience your bi curiosities. In the profile, you write that you are a married female looking for a female for yourself. You just came out recently as fully bi and you want to experience and try that avenue of life. However, you do write at the end of it that if the woman is interested in a couple, that we are also uh, poly, open, whatever, um, that we are also available as a couple if that's what they want. Right. Not one time in there did you ever write that you're out there looking for a couple. I, You get so many like uh, matches of people that don't have it in their profile that they're a couple. Right. Just a female. Doesn't say anything about a guy. I swipe. Well, you swipe right. I swipe right. Whoever swipes right. I show you the picture. Do you like it? I swipe right. And you match. We start talking. 
And then about 10 minutes into the conversation, it's, well, would you want to, um, me and my man, we're looking for uh, our first threesome. And I'm like, did you even read the profile? Like when you read it back to me, cause you're monitoring it. And I'm like, I saw the profile before you uploaded it and I approved it. And I'm like, did they read the profile? Cause I would never actually give you a profile to approve if they're looking for a female. Right. But like how many people go on there just to mislead people to try to just get that connection and hope they can convince them to do it. Right. And it's like, it's not going to happen. Like it's not, if I'm having this, if we're having this much trouble, so are you. Well, this is what brings us also to what happens at, we were at, we were at the bar with the girl, um, who wanted to, to drum on my titties because it was her birthday. And she was talking to me and she was like, Oh, what do you do? And I was, a little tipsy and i was like oh i do porn and i was joking around with her i was like no we have a podcast it's a form of it and you know i do cam work and stuff like that and she was like oh my god that's so awesome and she was highly interested in it so me and her start to talk and everything like that and she goes so what's your podcast about and i tell her that we're swingers and she was like really and our husband or boyfriend who was sitting next to you um because you you guys were engaging in some conversation yeah, we were uh uh, we were talking about Game of Thrones. No, we were talking about Endgame, which I will not mention because it's still too early. <laughs> exactly. Um, so me and her were chatting and his ears perked up, though, when he heard Swinger and so did hers. So then that turned into the, the topic of conversation, which anyone who knows me knows I love talking about the lifestyle and I love talking about sex. I can talk about blowjobs. I can talk about eating pussy. I can talk about fucking. I can talk about orgies, gangbangs all day yeah long. you're very outgoing <laughs> i'm not i'm not that bar might be okay because let's be honest half of the bar are there to see the half naked women anyway <laughs> and they're probably most of them are probably creepy dudes anyway right. but we're in some places and i'm like babe 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 people are <laughs> I know, staring i know so um <laughs> but it's nothing wrong with that you're open somehow the conversation turned to oh so where do you guys go to where do you do it at and we started talking about the the club we we're like hey we go to saints and centers both in ac and philly maybe you guys should make an effort to to come out if you wanted to experience it and uh they were like oh yeah well i mean can we just watch and i'm like yeah you can you can typically just watch you're not forced to do anything when you go to a swingers club and no then, they tie you up and make <laughs> you go down on someone well some of us might be into that <laughs> <laughs> no, um, you, you can like literally we've gone a few times and we might have played together but we are very very high on the voyeurism level yes like i it's like live porn dude i love it yeah but so she then somehow I can't remember because I did have a few cocktails. A few. The conversation shut up. We we lifted home at night. <laughs> the conversation turned into them not being able, him not being able to share her. Yes. And then it and, was, and that was said multiple times. Yes. Like it was like they were trying to dig it into our head that she was not available yes. for me and then it transitioned into pretty much like but hey if you're into this that would be a great birthday present and yeah, i was, was like, like we've never what? experienced another female together and i'm thinking like hey chop liver over here yeah and i had to politely and basically state listen when you are approaching another couple, this is not necessarily the topic that you want to talk about. You don't want to basically go up to another co couple and say, hey, we're not interested in you, 
but we're interested in you. It's very nice of you that you're willing to share your wife. I'm glad you're not jealous and you're open like that, but I could never imagine someone fucking my girlfriend or wife. Okay. But yeah, have her. Take her. Go ahead. Why not? That is what I've always said. Like, like yeah. you're so you're so possessive over your own own partner, female partner, because we're talking about it in this terminology right now. So you're so possessive over your female your female partner that you can't share, but yet you're expecting my husband to oh, share because me. we're in the lifestyle then we must we must let that happen no, listen, often sharing is caring so between that and like <laughs> look i get it everyone in our situation that's looking for that third female it they're called a unicorn we talk about how they're called a unicorn for a reason there's very few of them and they're very hard to find and i get that and i know everybody struggles with that i guess i can't my problem is the lying and the deceitfulness the profiles that don't even include a picture of a guy if you're a couple, come out like you're a couple. No. Listen, if you want to hang out with my wife, just you, she's looking for that as well. Yeah. Not going to get me wrong. We'd love to find one for both. Yes. But she still wants to experience that side of life. And you don't have to hide it and lie about it. Yeah. Because then it just makes it awkward. Well. What are you going to do? Hang out with me? All of a sudden a guy shows out with a dick? That's why I'm <laughs> like... I know we want to be poly or it's not like we're like, that's what we want to be. That's what we want to be. We're open to it. So if it happens, you know what I mean? So if someone wants to take that to a non and even more than a sexual level, wants to be in an actual relationship with caring and, and, and having feelings for one another, that's great. I just don't really see that happening because other than the girl that I'm talking to, other than that, it's like, why can't you share that on a different connection? Why can't we find those people that want to be, um, in relationships and things of that nature. I mean, we have a great set of couples that we are friends with. I mean, we have our annual barbecue that comes up to start off the summer. You know what I mean? That we have our swingers, swingers barbecue in a sense that we host. And, you know, those are our true friends have been with us from the very beginning. They, you know, they, they supported us when we first started the podcast and, and, and supported us when we were trying to figure shit out with the podcast. They supported us through all of our different ventures of swinging and what our likes and dislikes were. And, you know, we have a great selection of vanilla friends and things of that nature. It's like the, I feel like there is one thing missing though. I feel like I really truly want to experience that emotional, mental connection with one or two other more people that were just in this fun group. I guess cause I'm a love bug. It's, a, it's out there. We just, um, and I, I say we try and we do try um, but we're also so busy at times that we, we are. don't actually put, I think, the effort we could put well, into it. I'm about to... And I will drop a bombshell on you. I was about to drop one on you. And um, <laughs> I, I don't know if this will relate at all, but we've talked about it before, and, and I love you, and I and I feel like I'm a, 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 a decent-looking guy with, I think, really good game, actually. I think I have actually really great game. You are amazing. It's a lot different for a guy to approach a female when you're married than a female to approach a female when you're married. So honestly, when we're out and about, if we run into women that we might, that's the thing. They're not on dating websites. I think you have to just find them. Oh yeah. And we need, we need you to step up to the plate, take one for the team and hit that ball out of the ballpark. So I'm about to, well now I'm about to drop two bombshells on you, which I totally forgot. Do you want to know? And, and our listeners might be shocked by this. Do you want to know why I fear rejection by women more than men that's funny i fear rejection in general (laughs) (laughs) no and everyone probably i mean i know i'm a confident girl and i'm very confident i'm confident in my body and you know there was this whole by other podcast was saying about 
you know, body confidence and curvy girls tend to, to shame the skinny girls and skinny girls shame curvy girls. Listen, whatever your fucking body type is, if your personality is amazing, I'll probably end up fucking you because it, your personality means a lot more to me than anything else. But I don't get mad at people that aren't attracted to me. Just like I don't want people to be mad at me if I, for whatever reason, am not attracted to them. But women make me so nervous and I'm so self-conscious that I get very nervous in approaching them that you know, in the past, I've probably approached them when I've had probably a little too much alcohol in my system that you shouldn't be doing it, that I just end up not remembering what I'm saying. I probably sound like a fool because I'm slurring my speech. But give me what any guy could be fucking Channing Tatum and I'm going up on him and I am putting all the moves on him. If he rejects me, oh, well, doesn't uh, matter. No, I know that. And I don't even know about the moves. Like when we sit at the bar. <laughs> I, I would say, and uh, maybe it's the kind of bars we go to, I don't know, but we don't like to sit at a table. Right. We went to a very fancy restaurant in Atlantic City, and we sat at the bar. <laughs> we First go, of all, those chairs were very comfortable. They were amazing. They were like king It was chairs. Guy Fieri's Chop House. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we sat at the bar because we just liked the fact that we can get quick service like that, even though it didn't happen. That's <laughs> a whole other story. That's a whole other story. But we like that we can, listen, Where's the, who cares where I eat my meal? We like, actually, we engage with bartenders. We, some of our best friends now are bartenders. Oh, yeah. And because we're just very personable people. I'm sorry. My manager for my blowjob company that I'm starting is one of our bartenders. One I swear of, to God. One of our closest friends she now. She is my promoter and she is fucking amazing. She's probably right at the top of our, our friend list now. Yeah. She's oh, like yeah. Really close. Now she loves us and whatnot. But when we're at the bar, not counting the bartender, because it's usually a female for the most part. Um. The bar is usually 85% men. Right. And I watch, it could be anybody. Hey, what's up? What are you here for? What are you drinking? Anybody. Just, you'll talk to anybody <laughs> at that point. And I, and I see that when it comes to a guy. Now, you'll I'll talk, talk to, women. to women as well. But, if but it's, I see the difference in the way you talk to them. Where when we were actually in Atlantic City and we were at a different bar, not our Hooters bar. Which uh, we we have got to do, I think, an entire different podcast on what happened at our last Atlantic City trip where we ran into Hooters Girl for our anniversary again. Yes. It was my status, Atlantic City 1, Chris so, and Karen 0, Redhead 2. <laughs> we, were, we were at a different bar, a bar we've gone to a few times, and they have a very attractive blonde. That's different because Karen usually goes for the darker-haired women and redheads. <laughs> um, and, but she, like, drools over this girl. And we're sitting at the bar, and I just not figuring there's nothing going to happen anyway, and I don't care at that point. When she was over there kind of giggling with us, I just said, you know, we only come here because she likes to stare at you and drool over you because um, you're that beautiful. And she was just like, oh, thank you so much. And I'm like, I can do it because I'm not fearing rejection <laughs> because I don't expect anything. But what did I do after you said that? I literally got beat red, and you I did. put like you my did. head you down. You definitely <laughs> turned really red. <laughs> Which is funny because, I mean, with the red hat, I do have confidence with women. I will say, obviously, when I have some liquid courage in me, it is a little bit better. I guess I, I you know, when I was in high school, I got bullied hardcore and it was mostly by, by girls. And girls are mean. That's why. I mean, the girls are, we are cunts. We really yeah, are. Guys, <laughs> uh, guys can be mean and you've seen it like not, but a lot of times it's they want to beat you up and it's over with. 
Which is so funny that I got bullied in high school by women, but I, I had so many guy friends and guys that would comfort me and things of that nature. And I guess that's maybe why I'm a lot more confident with the guys. But still, I feel like I'm still trying to find my way and how to navigate approaching a woman. I've been approaching men for years and years and years now. You know what I mean? It's what I know how to do. When you finally decide to stay true to yourself and say, you know what, maybe there is a different um, sexual side to me. Maybe I am attracted to the same sex. Um, now it's like having to to relearn. It's almost like when you're when you are in middle school or high school and you're starting to learn how to court again. Like, how do I flirt? How do I do this? You know, but it's a little bit different because even though our our society is so much more open than it used to be to to same sex couples and whatnot, it's uh, listen. Women aren't used to getting approached on a daily basis by another woman. Like they might be hit on by a guy multiple times a week or something of that nature. And yeah, then you wonder if they'll be like kind of like blah about it because they do get hit on all the time. Yeah, exactly. But they might feel really good about it because right. it's different. Right. I mean, I I have learned certain things like with the redhead. I threw out my my first little feelers and I had a I just had this feeling. All right. How about that, how about this? Yeah. I'll make you a deal. Okay. The next female you flirt with and actually open up to her about uh-huh. our life. The one that you're attracted to, one that you're interested in. Uh-huh. I'll let you pick any female and I'll, I'll go up to them. Because I fear rejection like a You want to be my wingman? I fear rejection <laughs> so badly. No, 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 no. I, I mean, I'll wingman for you. Oh. But you can pick someone for me to go up to and flirt with for me. Oh. And you know me. I don't. I, hey, this sounds really bad. I've never actually gone up to a woman Deal. like that Deal. for my personal self. Done. Done. But you got to go first. I, I got to build up the courage. Shit. Can I take a shot first? Yeah, absolutely. All right. You can take a shot first, too. All right. Done. All right. Sold. So, I'm all probably, right. I'm probably going to get. You're going to get like. <laughs> you're going to get like a high five and you guys are going to go roller skating and I'm going to get slapped. <laughs> I mean, I just, I love men and women and I love sex and I think I'm even more sexual. I don't know. These past couple of weeks, my sexuality has really come out. And I think it's because like we had a little bit of a break there, which we're going to talk about that too, because, you know, from the swing lifestyle, because our life got hectic, but I was happy for that break because one of the things I think that people in the lifestyle do is sometimes you get so infatuated with the lifestyle that you just want to let's let's keep let's always focus on finding couples let's always focus on finding a girl for a threesome or do orgies or or partake in all these you know extreme sexual experiences that sometimes you forget that when you are married or in a committed partnership or anything of that nature that you both matter also you are the partners that are on this journey together the other people may come and go and i was happy for the break because I felt like you and I were going through so much of we were constantly swinging. You know what I mean? There was always an experience that was great, but we weren't focusing on ourselves. Like we were having, you know, you and I, unless we were at the sex club or in an orgy or whatever, we would, you know, our, our sex had kind of diminished between you and I for a little bit. And, you know, we was kind of, it was like very, very vanilla in a sense. Whereas before you and I were even swingers, We've always had a kinky sex life when it was just us. Yeah, absolutely. Our, our sex life has always been really good. So sometimes I think as swingers or in the lifestyle, whatever you are, unicorn, anything of that nature, I think you need to take a step back sometimes and you do need to just reevaluate like, okay, is everything balanced in my life? Is my my sexual... Um, 
relationship with my current partner? Is that healthy when it's just us two? You know, am I, am I okay with all of the fantasies that we're trying to fulfill? Am I okay with the path that we're going down? Is everything okay and working for me? Am I, am I emotionally okay? And I was happy because with us being so busy, it took us time to sit and sit on the couch and watch our shows when we would have a hectic schedule and you're watching your thing and me just want to get on my knees and start sucking your cock, you know, like out of, out of just you though, like just to worship your cock and to worship you and things of that nature. And I feel like that kind of recharged us that we got that back with you and I, that it was like, okay, um, the shit happened with my boss, you know, I have some more time now. Let's go ahead and let's kick this back into drive. No, absolutely. I completely agree with you. But I just think you need to take some time. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can see that. Now, there might be like, you're probably going to get like one couple or whatever that comes at and goes, oh, well, you know, no, we do 24-7, 365. <laughs> you know, like every year we're down, down, down. And I'm like, fine, that's, that's you. Yeah. But I would say most do need to occasionally. I'm sorry, I was choking on my vodka. <laughs> you know, if you turn that way, I think it lessens the craziness. It's okay. The um, listeners can listen to me choke. I mean, they they might see me choke on a cock one time. So, you know, I think that helps. Um, uh, it does. It helps refuel you, make you feel like, yeah, okay. Listen, we still have that passion. We don't need this. Yeah. We don't need it at all. Exactly. It's a lot of fucking fun. It is. But we don't need it. We don't need it. But now we're back at it and it's like kicking in the high gear. You know, we had, we put the moves on the Hooters, you know, Redhead, who I, I know we were going to give her a fake name, but I just like calling her Redhead because everybody knows her as Redhead. So I think we gave her a name, like a fake name in the last podcast, but I don't care. I thought we were done giving fake names. <sighs> Did we give her a fake? Now I can't remember. I don't remember if we gave her a name, but I thought we were done giving fake names. I mean, we were, yes, but. I want to respect, I want to <laughs> protect the names of the innocent, which she's not that innocent, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, but, um, this is the problem. I can't remember if I said her name or not, but it's okay. Listen, we're just going to call her the redhead. So we like redheads anyway. I do. Red is my favorite, but I mean, I just love that we recharged each other and now we're back to being super, like I am recharged with single men again. Like I'm like, okay, I took that time. They were assholes at some point, but some of them were really good. John. Let's go back out there and let's do this. And you know, so single guys, single girls, everything. We're just taking it day by day. And we have a jam packed summer coming up full of swinging opportunities. We have, um, tab, we're going to the taboo, uh, swingers club in Maryland, June 1st. So we're going to be in Maryland that Friday because we're going to the Luke Combs concert. And then we're going to be part of so If you guys are in Maryland, hit us up. We're going to be at the concert on Friday night. And then we're going to the club on Saturday and Saturday. we're going to be there the entire weekend. Um, we have Naughty and Nolens, um in July, which, which you'll woo-hoo. be able to find us because it'll be all over Snapchat when we're traveling <laughs> the amazing city. Well, and we'll probably be rocking our crazy, fun, swinging along gear. It is also your birth around your birthday. So we will be celebrating your birthday. You're kind of going to get two birthdays. Basically getting- what she's saying is I'll be drunk. <laughs> you will be. Um, and then we have Club Euphoria in August. Uh, we are doing, you know, their events that is like the, it's like the color... Uh, God. Like the, the foam, foam the foam party. I keep wanting to call it the color run, but it's not. Obviously, it's a foam party. So we're gonna be there. 
guys come check us out plus we have saints and centers in between we have the atlantic city saints and centers and we have the philly saints and centers atlantic city saints and centers has their pool parties that they host on the rooftop from like two to six or one to six that we're going to be doing a lot this year um and of course being down in ac and, and all that fun stuff so i could have we had another event that i'm like completely fucking forgetting right now in my head but no. i'm sure more will come out we, so. we have personal events we per- we do. Maybe that's why I'm all like yeah. com- combining everything. So yeah, we have personally been. <laughs> but I'm excited for Naughty and Nolans because I just can't wait to meet certain people face to face and for and say them hi and buy them a beer and say hi and buy them a beer because I'm pretty sure that they're expecting elsewise. Here's here's what I'm anticipating though. I'm not anticipating the same hospitality back though. Do you think that they'll go for it? Do you think that if we're like, hey, because we're obviously have we have shirts that we have made that have been delivered. Our our my boobalicious shirts and your shirt that you like to wear that say they're black and they have hot pink that say swinging along on them. So obviously everyone's gonna know who we are. Do you think they're gonna reciprocate? If we're like, hey, I'm Chris and yeah, I'm Karen, let me buy you a beer. Nobody wants to uh, make a scene and whatnot. And people that, I'm not saying these are bad people. I pro- do not, do not come at me and say so they're bad people. <laughs> people that go out in the public and say they don't like drama usually tend to cause drama secretly. Yes. Where nobody knows, nobody sees it, nobody hears about it. And then they can be in complete denial. Yes. Now, I'm not saying that's them. What I'm saying, though, is if we're out in public and there's people around, they're probably going to be genuinely nice. Right. So what did we learn on this podcast episode? We learned that desire needs to uh, change its fucking ways and get with the time or else you're going to go quickly out of business. <laughs> we learned that when you are a couple and you create a Bumble account because you're looking for someone to be in a threesome, you probably should read the profiles first because just because we're a couple that's in the lifestyle doesn't mean that I'm just automatically going to give myself up that's to right. someone. She's not always open for business. No, you know what? I'm always open for business to singles, which is... I I think that's what amazes couples. No, 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 no. You have you have things now. You I have standards. No, no, you have standards. A, if you just whip your dick out and don't even try to buy her a beer. <laughs> well, that, that, everyone already knows that. Okay. What's my saying? Just and, buy me a beer and a shot. And B, if your name is John. This is true. You're probably not going to make it far. <laughs> this is true. Oh, and then, oh, I had another special announcement. So Sunday, we're going to be at Cinco de Mayo with our favorite DJ and an event that we're doing Well, I'm, I'm going to be at. And I recently bought the Lush. A, it was for work purposes, and B, it's for fun. So oh, while yeah, I'm put at, it on Twitter. Well, while I'm at the event, um, Just Keep Swinging is going to control my Lush for like an hour. I think we're going to set like a time of like 60 minutes. They're going to control it. Well, because we're going to be there for a little bit. They're not going to do it the whole time. It's like they're going to stop it, start it, stop it, start it. they don't stop? Then I'm going to have to. Well, we are going to live tweet it and Instagram while they're doing it. Not the whole time. But it'll be interesting to see me walking around and you have the thing. And all of a sudden I spill my margarita because they put it on the fucking highest thing out of nowhere. (laughs) Tell me you're not going to think that's funny. (laughs) So well, yeah, spill alcohol never. Well, fun. no, we. I'll try my best not to you do better that. Not. But better I think like that man. that'll be fun and entertaining for the listeners to kind of see. So if you are have no plans, 
um, on Cinco de Mayo, probably around 11, 1130. Um, then head out onto Twitter and Instagram and we'll be living uh, me walking around with uh, with with the just keep swaying. So no, they already have the app. That's one of the reasons why I gave it to them. Yeah, but, well, they came. <laughs> they jumped right on that opportunity. They I think they were they were liking it. So and they're a hot couple. So I'm not mad at them. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I mean, I think we're going to probably wrap this one up. Yeah. I mean, we didn't get to our, our we, got Atlantic couple, City. we got a couple more things we can talk about. But we like I said, Every week again, we're back, baby. Yes, we have to talk about what happened last week in Atlantic City. That was kind of we weren't expecting it with the redhead. Yes, absolutely. But until next time, guys, you know where you can find us. You can follow us on Twitter at swinging along. I'm sorry, at swinging along sixty nine. Had to think about it. You can email us your questions, experiences, or or even some advice for us at swinging along sixty nine at gmail dot com. Yep, you can follow us on Instagram. At Swinging Along Podcast. And you can follow us and or add us on Snapchat. At Swinging Along. And I also want to give again, I want to give the Naked Relationship Podcast a shout out because he's working on our Swinging Along website, which is about to be out. And it's going to have my double life wife stuff on there for the blowjob seminars. And it ha- it's going to have obviously links to our podcast. It's going to have exclusive photos. Um, it's going to have links to um, some of our special things. I have a uh, an OnlyFans account that I post a lot of naughty stuff on right now so and our patreon account and things of that nature so also guys we still are running our special with adam and eve so if you are looking to spice things up or you're looking for some bathing suits now that adam and eve is selling uh really sexy bathing suits for the start of summertime just head on over to adamandeve.com they offer 50 percent off almost everything uh site wise and as long as you enter the code swinging s-w-i-n-g-i-n-g you'll get 50 percent off almost everything you're gonna get free shipping even if you get just one item you're gonna get um six free dvds and you're going to get a free gift mystery gift compliments of us so make sure you type in that swinging along oh, swinging along that swinging code and you know have yourself a kinky time i mean we kind of went a little bit ham i got myself a slut pad in front of me right now and i ordered a did we get stuff in the mail like every other day right dude, now i got a collar with the nipple clamps that i i used on cam for the first time the other day and those things That's are right. fucking sexy and then we found another use for the collar oh yeah yep. pulling me toward your dick yep. <laughs> that <was laughs> which, fun. Is, which is stuff that's gonna be featured on my only fans so it's okay yes so until then guys we're gonna release another episode next week we're gonna talk about the um and what happened in atlantic city that is obviously doesn't stay in atlantic city because we talk about it and we're gonna be getting into a little bit of a kinky time this weekend but we're not gonna give out any details until it happens that's right and i can only imagine if we went to vegas that we're really not staying in Vegas. No, we're. I mean, I'm gonna fucking vlog Vegas, so that I'm gonna. Yeah, like, everyone's gonna know what's happening in Vegas. <laughs> so until next time, guys, we hope you enjoyed this episode, and we love you all. Bye. Bye, guys.